Welcome to Nach Daily with Eov Perak 21. This is the 13th response in the Sefer and Eov's second answer to Tzofar. The Mabum explains that in responding to Tzofar, Eov is actually addressing all his friends' arguments on why the wicked prosper. Eov feels that his friends have mistreated him with words as sharp as arrows, as Eov's friends think of him as a wicked sinner. His troubles make sense to them because he fits into the general view of human suffering. Eve opens the parak by telling them, in verse 2, to listen carefully to what he says. Eve maintains that the question of why humans suffer and the wicked succeeds applies not only to him, but to all of humanity. In verse 4, Eve asks, was my discussion restricted to any one individual? The Mabu explains this as saying that if there were no others who felt like they were going through pain with no reason, perhaps his friends would be correct. But the bottom line is that they can't be so dismissive of me because there are so many people in the world who feel that they're suffering for no reason. I'm not the only one. In the previous arguments, Aliphaz, Zohar, and Bildad didn't address the fact that others might feel the same way as Eve. Aliphaz has claimed that the wicked wicked live in perpetual fear, Bildad explained that the wicked and their children will die prematurely, while Tsofar maintained that the wicked die and descend into the neither world. Tsofar thought this a good thing because we don't really know who's wicked and who's righteous. Eve now pokes holes in each argument by showing the many exemptions to their rules about suffering. All that is needed is to look around and ask other people how they feel. They will certainly cooperate and validate his experience. In verse 8, Eov says, They see their children established by their side and also see their children's children. The Ramban explains this as a response to Eov's friend who said, If the wicked don't experience their downfall, their children surely will. Eov counters that you can find many Rishayim who do not only prosper personally, but their offspring and grandchildren do as well. The Boratius Rabbah 36 1 explains, based on this Pasuk, that the generation of the flood was granted contentment as a way for Hashem to increase their guilt. The Medrash explains in what way were they content and answers, bringing our Pasuk that they say they saw their descendants succeed. I once saw the following idea in the Meshalach. Only people with Amuna get tested in the area of Amuna. Hashem allows people who don't have any faith pass that test often with less severe hardships. Someone who actually has Amuna, however, is frequently tested by Hashem and can live a life with much suffering. This is something that's really counterintuitive. One would think that those with Amuna wouldn't suffer as much, yet this is saying that one with Amuna gets tested even more. May we increase our Amuna in Hashem and not back down no matter what He sends our way. Eov goes on to explain throughout the parak that it would be beneficial for Rishayim to be punished and experience prolonged punishments, but we see that things don't work that way. In verse 29, he asks, Have you not asked a passerby? You cannot dismiss their proofs. There are obviously many exceptions to his friend's rules, which lead Eve to conclude that their arguments are not valid. This concludes the second round of heated debates between Eve and his friends. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily, when we'll be getting the third round of fights. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.